Hello, and welcome to another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist podcast. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. If you haven't yet subscribed, make sure you do so you never miss an episode. For those of you who are regular listeners, you already know that this podcast is specifically intended to help you break the negative patterns of narcissistic behavior and tendencies so you can live a healthier, happier, and more fulfilled life. In today's episode, I would like to discuss the topic of object constancy and splitting and how these two concepts relate to narcissism. Before we explore the concept of object constancy, we must first look at the concept of object permanence, which is described in Jean Piaget's concept of cognitive development. Object permanence is a child's understanding that an object continues to exist even when the object cannot be seen or heard. For example, a child who has not yet developed object permanence will not know that a ball still exists when you enclose the ball in a box. If the ball is out of sight, it no longer exists. This stage lasts from birth until about the age of two. This particular stage is called the sensory motor stage. Another example of a child who has not yet developed object permanence can be seen in the game of peekaboo, the game where a parent or person will hide or unhide their face from the child. The child will be surprised and likely excited to see a face after the face has been hidden. This is because the face didn't exist while it was hidden, and then existed again once it was seen. After the age of two, a child typically develops object permanence and will quickly lose interest during a game of peekaboo, or will know that a ball exists in a box even though the ball is out of sight. The theory of self-constancy, also called self-consistency and self-object constancy, was first developed by Prescott Leckie in the 1920s. The concept of self-constancy focuses on the regulation of ideas and thoughts. It also helps a person organize behaviors in order to maintain consistency. Why is this important? It is important because if you believe that you exhibit narcissistic tendencies and behaviors, it is possible that your experience with object constancy differs from some of, or even many of the people you know especially if these individuals do not exhibit narcissistic tendencies. Notice, I said object constancy, not object permanence. Object constancy essentially is similar to object permanence, except for the fact that it also includes people, whereas object permanence only includes objects. Here is an example. If your wife goes for a run and you are at home, of course you know that she still exists but it is possible that your ability to maintain a positive and loving bond with a person who is out of sight may differ from those without narcissistic tendencies. Let me say that again. It is possible that your ability to maintain a positive and loving bond with a person who is out of sight may differ from those without narcissistic tendencies. If narcissistic individuals are known for lacking empathy, and empathy is defined as the ability to understand and share the feelings of another, that would mean that someone who is narcissistic may have difficulties holding feelings towards the out-of-sight person in a way that differs from their own projection. Here is an example to help you make sense of this. Imagine that before leaving for her jog, your wife says to you that you are bothering her by interrupting and talking too much. Now she is out of sight and you are feeling angry, hurt, and annoyed. Someone who exhibits narcissistic tendencies will have a more difficult time maintaining a positive and loving bond with another person than someone who is not narcissistic. 
It's not that she doesn't exist, how she might not exist to you if you hadn't developed object constancy, but your positive emotions may not exist. It's not enough to only listen to my podcast episodes once or twice. Repetition is extremely important. You must first ingest, then digest, and then manifest the concepts and ideas I am sharing with you. Listen back to previous episodes. Re-listen to episodes even if you feel that you understand it fully. Rewiring your thought process doesn't happen overnight and without repetition. The last concept I want to share with you is called splitting. Splitting is also known as all-or-nothing thinking. It is the inability for a person to bring together both positive and negative qualities of a self or others into a cohesive whole. Splitting is a defense mechanism that I believe influences individuals with narcissistic tendencies far more than we realize. Let's go back to our example of the wife who is currently on a jog. She made a comment to you that you were being obnoxious and interrupting her. Of course, you don't feel great about it. Someone who exhibits narcissistic behaviors and tendencies will unknowingly struggle to bring forth positive feelings towards a person who they are currently upset by. This is your challenge. The next time you are in a situation where you are bothered, angry, or upset by someone, I want you to think of this concept of object constancy and splitting. An exercise to use in a moment like this is to verbalize the positive aspects of the person you are upset with. For example, you might say, I still care about my wife. I still love her. I can love her and also be upset with her at the same time. More importantly, I want you to think about these ideas. Consciousness sometimes can be causal. You may find that you are making adjustments simply because you are exposing yourself to new growth-promoting ideas. But remember, listen and re-listen to these episodes. Ingest, digest, manifest. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. Until next time, see you soon.